This is the Becker's Healthcare Podcast, created by the team of Becker's Healthcare, a multimedia company devoted to the people who power U.S. healthcare. Four new 15-minute episodes are released daily, containing industry news, analysis, and thought leadership from powerful healthcare decision makers. Support our show by leaving it a five-star rating and review on Apple Podcasts or other platforms you use. It's a chance to tell us what you like about the show and act on your feedback. Thanks for listening. Now here's the episode. This is Kate Cruz recording live at the 8th Annual Becker's Health IT Digital Health and RCM Conference in Chicago. I'm here with January Montano. January, can you please introduce yourself and tell tell us a bit about your background? Yeah, I'd be happy to. So I'm January Montano. I'm the CEO and founder of January's advisory group. I've been in healthcare for about 27 years, and for the last seven to eight, I was working with the state of Colorado, uh, with the Colorado Department of Healthcare Policy and Financing. But specifically, or more recently, I was on Governor Polis's uh, innovation response team, sourcing PPE for the state of Colorado. I think we got 39 counties and two tribes PPE before we stood up a manufacturing plant, uh, Honeywell, to get masks at 60 cents. So it's really good to be at, at Becker's and just to be around so many different facets of healthcare, just because working in the pandemic, working with the state, working with FEMA, I touched all of that. Yeah, that's an incredible background, and I can't wait to learn more. So what is your growth strategy for the next year or two? And I'm really interested to hear how your experience with this pandemic preparation and the PPE, you know, factors into this growth strategy. You know, really, the the burnout that healthcare professionals, not, not just doctors and nurses, but payers, processors, coders, everyone is feeling the full blown burnout of the last four years and generative AI um, and the tech that's coming out of, you know, those startups that are really looking at reducing burnout, fixing, you know, scheduling patterns, really using those resources when they're short staffed, where they can be used to maximize out their revenue is where hospitals, healthcare, right? They're really focused on, on that staff piece. But what I'm focusing on and what I see in that growth strategy for the next two years is the racial and gender equity opportunity that really is exciting for me because uh, generative AI, you know, they get a lot of flack, automated systems, healthcare gets a lot of flack for those inequities. But we have a real opportunity to look at the coding and, and the algorithms that we haven't done anything with honestly. So my growth strategy essentially is building in that racial and social equity into those um, algorithms, those AI processes that are already overlaying healthcare. Tell us more about how you're doing that. Any specifics and strategies you've implemented already? What's worked? Anything that hasn't? Sure. Essentially, it's a by any means necessary approach is the short version reaching out and going to, to of course, like Becker's Healthcare IT, Databricks AI, uh, Denver Startup Week, for example, is key. It's the largest free entrepreneurial uh, conference in Northern America and uh, really connecting tech from startup to, um, say, the big five. Google's uh, ethical focus combined with, say, healthcare's hospitals, providers, their desire to really help everyone means that they're looking in spaces, but they're usually looking in HR and they're not looking in their workflows and their lean processes. So over the next two years, 
I am going to ramp up fairly quickly uh, with a team of uh, data scientists and data engineers to uh, develop the coding, essentially an overlay app for um, things like Salesforce. So that small businesses who pass on that um, inequity without knowing it or being able to infect it can actually uh, look at their data, see where they're missing their client base, see where the algorithms may be cutting people out. And that ramp up is going to be a sharp one. Yeah, that's incredible. And I can't wait to see how that, you know, unfolds over the next couple of years. Lastly, what is the most important thing healthcare executives should do now to make sure that their organizations are successful in the future? I think the key, I, like I said, you know, aside from burnout and staffing, because I'm sure that's, you know, I've heard that in the conferences and the, in the sessions over and over, but really building in racial equity into their revenue cycle management, not just claims processing, but check-in every single step of the way. That is where they're missing millions, 20, 25% of adults, one in five adults experience discrimination, just scheduling an appointment. And that's usually low-income white women, uh, Medicaid members, and complex chronic conditions. They don't want to schedule. So if 20 to 25% of your patients don't even want to schedule with you because of their experience, right? I heard a lot of patient experience from Providence Hospital out of California that focus on the patient experience is going to be key when you have an entire staff that is so burnt out that they can't emotionally give that patient experience. So I'd say the, the three things, the solid three things that healthcare providers, hospital systems, payers, you know, they need to think about is leveraging AI, number one, generative AI to reduce the burnout and the unnecessary steps for their administrative tasks. Two, really emotionally reinvest in their staff. And it doesn't have to be major things. It can be a you matter campaign, um, something to show your staff that you care. And then number three is really focusing on that patient experience, but specifically looking at racial, ethnic, and gender gaps in service delivery across revenue cycle management and not just human resources. Because yes, you absolutely, I don't want to take away from any DEI, right, um, staffing or, or work that way because we absolutely need representation. That's how you get those ideas. But in service delivery and maximizing your revenue, affordability, and your productivity, it really is about meeting the person where they're at and understanding that your customers are not just external to your business. Yeah. Well, January, it's been a pleasure speaking with you today. I could keep talking, but I will let you go and respect your time. <laughs> thank you. Thank, um, you. thank you so much for spending some time with us today. Thank you for having me. And thank you to Beckers. Yes. Thank you. It's so important for leaders at the top of organizations to keep learning, stay sharp, grow their networks, to help our audience better do this in a more simplified, personalized, and meaningful way, Becker's Healthcare has launched MyBHC. It's your trusted Becker's Healthcare experience and more with content, connections, events, and learning opportunities. Join the community free of charge at www.my.beckershospitalreview.com and we'll see you there.